Star Wars Jedi Survivor is delayed. Dead Space remake is finally here, and we got a really interesting shadow drop from Microsoft this week. What's up, everybody? I'm just Tyler Roy. This is Busy Sticks, the video game show here that we do weekly on the Geekiverse, dedicated to your favorite things for PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, Steam Deck, and more with me today. My matching boy, Mr. Papa Yaga, John Fick. Man. Now, if you're listening to the podcast version of this, you are not getting the visual that John and I are kind of wearing the same shirt yet again. Just a different color. John. It's the same shirt. <laughs> it's the same shirt. I Dude, I told him we just recorded another podcast. We just recorded episode three of our uh, discussion of The Last of Us. Um, so if you're interested in that, find it on YouTube and podcast services. But I got a little warm during that show. My my office is a little warm. We got the computer going, got everything going. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna take the hoodie off and put a shirt on. I totally didn't even realize that Joe was wearing the boy shirt. And I come back in, I sit down, and I look at him, and my, my face just goes, uh oh. And I'm like, Oh, I know I can't change it now. Uh that could be a top five clip for us, man. There there's there's been some doozies in the last year here. So I'm gonna yeah, find I can't that. wait to see that. <laughs> it's gonna be a good one. Thank you so much for joining us here to live at twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse. Watch it on YouTube or Facebook or listen on podcast services around the globe. Uh, so we, we've got some good news to get to here. We're going to review Dead Space. John has more than made some headway with this game, which is kind of incredible. Uh, I'd, love to, I'd love to dive into some of the details there coming from a newbie like John who did not play the original to someone like me who played the original when it came out and is also enjoying this version of the game. So uh, to, to hear both opinions there, John, you also did a really nice review for this uh, kind of a, a one minute clip on, on TikTok. I caught that today. That was really well done. Uh, so that was a nice summary of, uh, I think, what we're going to dive into a little bit. Thank you, sir. Yeah, it's one of my, my first uh, TikToks that I actually wrote a script for. I'm like, you know, I'm going to sit down. I'm actually going to write a mini little review for this and uh, put some time and some thoughts into my, you know, the words I'm about to say. So, you know, it worked out pretty well, but it was... Uh, well, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We're, you know, that's that's the big topic here is the Dead Space review. So we'll we'll get into it. Absolutely, we will. Uh, but first, our favorite beverage to go alongside playing video games, beer. So before we talk about what's in our video game systems, what's about to be in our systems, John? I think I've got a pretty good one here to uh, to start. Um, Let's see it. I've, as always, I am on the sour kick. It just won't let go of me. It's been like three years now. It's been a while. It's not but, a kick anymore. <laughs> No, this is, I don't even know what to call it. The full-blown addiction. <laughs> I would not say that. Uh, we've got uh, a can from Brazen. So they are oh. doing four packs to go now. If you have not been there in a while, Brazen just opened in Western New York uh, in late August of last year. So here's the can I've got. That's, that's cool picking up looking. On the camera. Yeah. This is super basic peach. Beautiful, beautiful name with a an even nicer 6.9% alcohol volume on that. Nice. But this is a peach ring sour ale. Very, very tart. Um, Ooh. I would not... Listen, I don't want to blow expectations for this out of the water. I think about, you know, some of the more famous sours out there in our area and definitely my favorite all time, and that's Thin Man's Minky Boodle. This is not that. But to even say that it, it reminds me of the first time I had Mickey Boodle is saying a lot. This is, it's not for everyone. You definitely have to be into the tart stuff when it comes to sours. But this does a really good job of being balanced, kind of feeling full. And of course, if you are into tart like I am, that's going to really kick it for you. So that's what I've got going on this week. John, what do we got? I've got something that I saw on the shelves and I figured you would really appreciate. I appreciate it. I've never seen this before. Must be relatively new. It's for a brewery that I don't usually pick stuff up from because I've had a couple of so-so experiences, but I have been blown away a few times too. Um, this is Pressure Drop. This is called Space Monkey Solo. Ah. I, bro, we're talking, we got ourselves yeah. like a little wampa going on there. We got ourselves a little, a little, a little monkey rebel there. A little... Princess Leia, or was that Lando? I don't know who's hanging in the background there, but there's like a Darth Vader in the bottom here too. This is a very, very Star Wars inspired uh, beer. I just saw it on the shelf. It's an IPA. Better yet, it's a West Coast IPA. Count me in. You like the sour, I like the bitter. I mean, it's just bizarre. What a cool can. But yeah, Pressure Drop has been so-so yeah. for me. Um, this one's good. I do like this. This is one of the better ones I've had from them. I just had my first one of this four-pack when we were doing the last, uh, last show there. Um, I, I enjoy it. 
That's awesome. I did see that in stores and I almost picked it up, uh, but alas, it was not meant to be. Yeah. I will circle back to, to try that because, uh, you know, we've talked about it before. I'm a sucker for beautiful can art. And when you've got that and you, you put Star Wars into it, of course I'm going to be there. I had to go so, with my, my beautiful Empire Strikes Back glass to, to match it, of course. There you go. Uh, my The glass hey. I went with was, uh, cheers, buddy. I went with uh, Mando because we are doing our mandalorian season one star wars reviewed later this week so can't I, wait to talk gotta about get on that that day that Same i here. the day that i said uh we talked about it in the group chat and i'm like oh we're gonna do that this week say less i sent you guys a picture of episode one i fell asleep like 10 minutes in i was all i was all, <laughs> co- all coveted up man i got up at like eight o'clock to make sure like i could talk to my boss about not being in work because i was deathly ill I'm like, you know what? I'm awake. Let's, you know, let's go. Let's let's try to live the day. Let's go sit on the couch. Let's go watch stuff. Gets to be like 9.15. I, I try to watch the first episode of Mando, whatever it was, and I'm just out cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, that can be dicey for sure. Uh, but I, I've got I've to get watching those because I, I have not. So got a uh, little less than two days here. We can do uh, it. Pressure, pressure drop. I agree, John. I, I've actually not had a ton from them. Um, I want to say three years ago they dropped like a pineapple sour that i i enjoyed and uh i haven't i haven't had a ton they have almost like a, a starbucks in, inspired coffee i don't recall what what they actually call it but uh that one was decent and uh they could be a little bit hit or miss but they do seem to be an up-and-coming player in western new york you see more of their cans on shelves every week they moved into a new location i believe on elmwood in the fall so sounds like things are going well for them and uh you know when you you have one more strong player like that in town, typically it's a good thing. So I'll take it. We'll see what they've got uh, coming on next there. I've got um, a Geekiverse fantasy draft update, which is great here. We are just a few weeks in uh, to the new year and uh, another game. So if you're not familiar, we, we did a draft a few weeks back uh, myself, John JT and Tim, and we, like a fantasy football or hockey league, we drafted video games. And there's a scoring system associated with them. And it's tied to how they review critically. So uh, my second game is out. It's my remake. And it is one game that we're going to be talking about a lot later in this episode. It is Dead Space Remake. Uh, my team, Beers of the Kingdom, happy to report. It has a critic score of 90, which translates to 20 points for me on the fantasy board. That's big uh, money right there. That's about what I would hope to see out of that game uh, in the remake slot between dead space and resident evil four. Those were the two that I, you know, would go uh, the quickest in that draft. And I'm, I'm happy I was able to get my hands on that. So happy that that game is doing well for a number of reasons. Selfishly. I, I love dead space, but also because my fantasy team has it on the roster. So we'll see. Uh, I don't know what game is that. Who who's got Hogwarts? Uh, JT. I want to say JT. I think JT. Yeah, he does. So that, that's that's the next big one, I believe, that's coming out. That's two weeks, on two weeks, list. or a week from Friday, actually. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Can't wait to see what uh, the scoring looks like for that. Very, yeah. very cautiously optimistic. Same here. Uh, lots of caution. Not so much optimism. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, speaking of which, we we talked about what we're drinking here. What is? Uh, do you have a show and tell? Nope, no okay. show and tell this week. Nope, okay. nope, nope. What is in your system, John? What games have you been playing these days? So the the big one that's the topic of the show is Dead Space. Uh, like I said, I, I caught COVID last week, so I've been uh, couch ridden for the last six, seven days or so. Been been you know doing nothing but not moving. Um, what a good time for a new AAA game to come out. So you know Dead Space drops on Friday. I rolled credits with that game last night, <laughs> or no, not even last night. Yesterday afternoon, I beat the game. So it took me uh, under three days of you know actually sitting down and playing the game to to finish it up. Um, I, I had a blast with it. I loved it. We're going to get into like a full-on review later, but I, I, I did really enjoy my time with it. Other than that, I've uh, been continuing my um, Super Mario Galaxy run, my, my first ever playthrough of that game. That's something that's been on my backlog for the longest time. I'm happy to report that I finished it. Finished it today, actually, just a couple hours before our episode. I did roll credits on uh, the main quest, at least, for, for Mario Galaxy. I finished the, the last Bowser fight, and you know I got the big grand star, and I, I saved the princess. So, obviously, there's more to do. Um, jury's still out on whether or not I'm going to do it. I, I just don't, I don't feel as compelled to do so as I did with like something 
like uh, Super Mario 3D World, when I played that game, I just couldn't get enough. It may have just been because everything was so bite-sized, and I don't know, there was like timers on the level, and like it was just so, it was so chippable. I could just like pop in, get two, get two stars or coins, whatever they were in that game, and call it a day. Whereas Mario Galaxy is a bit more of a commitment. You hop into one of those levels, it could be a 15, 20-minute excursion to get the star or whatever. So that might be part of you know the, the trepidation for wanting to go back and 100% it, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, man, I've been just playing random stuff. Like, like I said, I've been couch ridden. I've had my, my Steam Deck on my lap. I've been playing. I've been entertaining the idea of restarting a playthrough of uh, The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds for the 3DS. So I've booted it up a few times and just like gotten to the opening thing. I'm like, do I want to commit to this? This is a game that I loved, I played most of, and I just fell off. I never finished it. And it's like one of those ones where you and I are eventually going to do an episode where we talk about like our, our backlogs and things we really want to get to. That's one that's up there for me. So I've been struggling with wanting to, to dive back into it. I haven't fully committed, but I've just been playing random like old Pokemon games on my Steam Deck and Tony Hawk and stuff like that. I've just been, I've been doing really nothing but gaming the last couple of days. That's pretty awesome. Uh, all over the place. A lot of good stuff. Uh, happy to hear that you you got there with Mario as well. For me, I uh, took the dive into Dead Space. I'm only roughly two hours in. I know how that story goes, but still, this is one I just want to sit down and take my time and, and just enjoy that that world, that atmospheric horror as we talked about. Um, past that, not too, too much. I've been... Um, it's funny. I had like a two-hour window one night last week, and I had a choice to make. Was I going to continue to pursue the platinum trophy on God of War Ragnarok? Or was I going to just sit back and kind of relax and play a little bit of mindless Gotham Knights? I went with Gotham Knights. And again, to, to, to piggyback off of last episode of Busy Sticks, I'm having fun with it. I can acknowledge that's not a great game and it's a little bit thin in, in a few ways. Some of the mechanic choices are interesting, but uh, I'm having fun because it feels like there's no expectation almost. <laughs> there's no uh, pressure. So I'm diving into that and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm starting to color in the open world just a little bit and even do some side activities. Uh, just like I said, some of the, the choices that they went with for development and creating this game were, were, I think, a little lacking. But that being said, pick this game up for maybe $20, $30 when that goes on sale again, because it will if it isn't right now. And uh, if you like those Arkham games there's something in there for you, I think. So done that. And then also uh, finally jump back into Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga with Daisy. We're roughly 65% of the way through that, that playthrough. So we, we've finished the story long ago, all the episodes, but we're just doing all the side content and there is no shortage of that. My goodness gracious. Uh, but it's so much fun. So what, what was I doing this week? Uh, you basically choose your roster of characters that you can swap between. You, you've got your Jedi, your Sith, your heroes, your villains, all the, you need certain kinds of droids. I loaded my roster up with Mandalorian characters from season one. So I've got Moff Gideon in there. I've got IG 11. Um, I've got even Cara Dune. Like I'm just anyone that was in the Mandalorian that's in this game. I'm just, I'm loading up. Um, and just, it, it's kind of fun. All, all the different characters and the personalities, even though they don't really deviate in style that much. So I, I have a feeling that's a game I'll still be enjoying when we're talking about who, who knows what I'm busy sticks this time next year. That's just a game that I'm going to chip away at forever. Um, I know someone we both know, John named Jimmy, uh, went and platinum that or a hundred percent of it. And, um, he had some fatigue from that and kind of talked about it and that's real. So like, I want to stay away from that cause I don't want video game fatigue, but I definitely don't want star Wars fatigue. So that's a, a game I think I'll come back to every now and then just to try to chip away at it. But if I don't get that platinum for another year or so, like that's totally, it's, it's okay. There's a lot of other good stuff going on. So good that's stuff. where I'm at with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's get to the news a little bit before we dive into our the Dead news. Space review. The news. Time for some news, Grant <laughs> Miller. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. First real big delay of the year. Not a big delay, though. No. We're talking about a month here. So from EA Star Wars and the team over at Respawn, they wrote a letter to the internet here. And they said, for the last three years, the Jedi team here at Respawn has poured its collective heart and soul into Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We're proud to say the next chapter in the tale of Kale Kestis is content complete. Love to hear that. 
We are now focused entirely on the final stage. Bug fixes to enhance performance, stability, polish, and most importantly, the player experience. Uh, they go on to say a bunch of other things in here, but what you need to know, Star Wars Jedi Survivor will now launch globally on April 28th. So not a big delay. We're talking about a month and, and five days roughly here. That pushes this. We talked about it just before the show. There's more Hogwarts time. Hope, hopefully Hogwarts is a good game. There's um, there's a lot in that time frame. This pushes it closer to Zelda. Ah, uh, that's I'm, true. I'm telling you, John, Suicide Squad, it's going to get delayed. So hopefully that pushes away here. I eat my pizza. I'm happy. And then um, Resident Evil 4 is still right around. Uh, I, actually, what day is that? April, I want to say. Any, anyway, regardless, Resident Evil 4 is in the midst of all no, that. No, that's as well. March, March so, 24th. Okay. So that's good. So that gives me a little bit more time to dive into Resident Evil 4. Right. But thoughts on this i think you and i are of the same mind typically when it comes to delays yeah it's a, it's a bummer right i want to play that i would i would like to play the game right now i want to play it right after the show but that's you know that's obviously not going to happen it's not out yet so you know to get a, a month long delay not not the biggest deal they, they, obviously they need the time i want that game to be polished let's not forget jedi fallen order launched with some pretty pretty you know real bugs that game was a little buggy when it came out there was some interesting stuff going on there that they obviously fixed throughout you know throughout its uh, lifetime but uh, yeah, give me a polished game. I'll, I'll take an extra month. And, you know, um, April 28th, that's my sister-in-law's birthday. That's uh, the cookie crumb, cookie crumb bakery. You know, you know that all too well. Yes, yes. Love that. Maybe I'll be celebrating the release of Jedi Survivor with some Star Wars cookies. We'll, we'll have some Star Wars cookies. Perfect. I think it's going to be great. Um, I'm with you. I want to play this game. I think we jinxed it last week on Busy Sticks when we said, hey, what game would you want to see delayed of our top three? I literally, I, so, so I, I made a TikTok about this too. I did, a, I, I just made like a random, a random list generator of all the big games. I'm like, all right, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do three random games. I got to delay one, cancel one, and um, release one now. And I was able to get Star Wars for my release now, of course. And now it's, now it's delayed. It's okay. It's okay. <sighs> but, you know, that extra polish is a good thing, especially with Star Wars. I'll wait as long as I have to to get this game and make sure that it's a good game. I think it's going to be a good game based sure. on you know just what we saw at the first one. You, you lay down the groundwork and have the template for what worked with that one. You polish it, add on to the second one. I think it's going to be a really big release for them, not just commercially. That's an obvious one, but critically, and uh, I hope it does well. I do so, too, because that's uh, on my fantasy critic uh, roster, so I sure hope that does well. It's like when you root for the Buffalo Sabres, let's say, and you had, they're playing whatever team and they have a fantasy. You have a fantasy player on that team. I, you don't root for them, right? You still root for the Buffalo Sabres, right? but that's how I feel here. Like John has star Wars on his fantasy team, but I'm still going to root for that to do really well because I love star Wars. Right. You know, now, do the right thing. To me, this is like the fact that I have Rasmus Dahlin on my team and I want the Sabres to do well. So not only do I want the Sabres to do well, I want Dahlin to get 12 points a game. <laughs> So not only do I want Star Wars to come out, I need it to be a 99. Wow. I mean, if we're talking that, then like, damn, I don't care. Just take the leak, John. It's fine. Yeah, there's no, there's no chance there, but. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And then, you know, Eric Carlson comes out and he's Zelda. So I think he kind of dropped off a little bit. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> um, More so... of a Hogwarts guy, in my opinion. <laughs> Get out of town. That's ridiculous. That's the worst comparison you ever made. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, John. Talk to me about this. So yeah. Microsoft comes out and just says, hey, we got a game. How and cool. it's available. And uh, it's hype. Talk about it a little For bit. For sure, yeah. So last week, uh, Xbox and Bethesda did their developer showcase. Which Did you get a chance to watch that at all after the fact? No, I, recommend, I just caught up on the news. I recommend it, dude. Sit down and watch it. It is, uh, it is maybe my favorite format for a like uh, developer update. When you talk about like the PlayStation... Um, so you got Nintendo Direct, you've got PlayStation, uh, what do they call theirs? Show not State of Play. State of Play, thank you. The State of Play, uh, the inside Xboxes we used to have, right? So everyone's done their little take on these, like, you know, here, here's some updates on our game. This developer uh, Direct was the coolest thing ever. They, they literally went into the studio. All of the people that worked at the studio were talking about it. It was short, it was sweet, it was to the point. They talked about, um, they talked about Forza. They talked about Elder Scrolls Online. They talked about... There's two other ones. Redfall. 
One more, Minecraft Legends, right? So three of those four games, I don't even care about. I don't care about Forza. I don't care about uh, Minecraft Legends. I don't care about Elder Scrolls Online, right? I still had a blast like watching the developers talk about something they're passionate about. It was it was short enough. It was interesting enough. Like really, really cool way to to get updates about these games. So those were the four games we knew were going to be there. And like Joe said, we got a cool surprise. We got Tango GameWorks, uh, you know, announcing their new game. Hi-Fi Rush, this is the studio that brought us The Evil Within and Evil Within 2. Like, what a deviation for these guys if you've seen the trailers or know anything about this game. And, oh, wait, the game's out today. So we always we always talk about that, you know, E3 predictions, and we, we get hyped up. Like, what if they announce it and it's out today? Well, logistically, that almost never makes sense. Xbox is in a situation with Game Pass where they can make it make sense, and they did it. And uh, people seem to love it. It is doing well. You brought up it. It's what in a ninety right now. Ninety on, on Open uh, Critic, yeah. And it, it's just been the talk of, of the video game world in the last week. So, like, I love to see this. I love to see Xbox Team Green have a win on the board. It's been a while, right? Last year was just quiet. There was not much going on. Halo struggled. We see the stuff happening at 343 Industries right now. So to have this and have this so early in the year before anything just kind of grabs the attention of the gamer, I think we're going to be talking about this story at year's end. And that's that's really awesome to, to say that they had that. So when Xbox is doing well, it's usually a good thing for the industry because everyone else is also doing well. So, so happy to see that. And um I haven't played it yet, but that's a game I want to get my hands on very shortly. Yeah, same here. I'm so back and forth. It's like, man, we 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 sing the song of Game Pass and how incredible it is and what a great deal it is. But I don't have Game Pass right now. I got mine lapsed because I haven't been playing my Xbox. I haven't been playing you know on that ecosystem. So I'm like, do I just buy the game or do I you know do I do I just buy the game for 25 bucks or whatever it costs or do I you know pay for a month of Game Pass for 15 and not have access to it in the future like. Am I ever going to play it again? It's that thing where it's like I don't actively have the service, so now I'm questioning whether or not I get the service or I do, you know, just buy the game. Um, because ideally, you know, I talk about how I want a, a, an excuse to turn my Xbox on. I also like excuses to play my Steam Deck, and that game runs real well on the Steam Deck. So we'll see. I do want to get my hands on it. It's up my alley. I do love I love rhythm games. I, I love animated, you know, like really interesting anim- animation styles like we have here. Um the soundtrack is like officially licensed, like really, really like high profile songs. Like the boss fights look bananas. I, I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's it's a good story. Everything seems to be uh, pointing up for this game, and hopefully that momentum continues for uh, Team Green over there. Speaking of which, we're talking about the big three: uh, Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox not appearing at whatever iteration of E3 we we are getting uh, this June. So. I, this is news in the industry this week, but at the same time, John, uh, not totally surprising. It's right? not. It's not surprising at all, right? Like we 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 we've been talking this. We, we've been talking about this for a while. E three has been on its way out long before it was inevitable. Long before it was killed officially by a pandemic, things like that. Um, here's what I. Here's where I'm at. I just want to know what the new normal is going to be going forward. I just want to know what the summer of game releases and game you know game reveals is going to look like i don't i hate how every year it's different now i hate how every year e3 is e3's online and all the big players are involved wait a minute e3's back in person e3's not happening at all so it's summer games fest okay this year we have e3 and summer games fest like uh, uh ign's doing their own thing they're you know summer get summer of games right like it, I there's just too much, and I just want the new normal. I, I want a standardized like, okay, E3 is this thing. It's going to be third parties. You're going to see some Microsoft. You're, you're going to see some some Ubisoft, some Activision, some whatever. I don't, I don't I don't know. You get some news there. Xbox does their yearly showcase. PlayStation does does their yearly. Nintendo does what they do. Like I just I want some standardization is what I want at this point. I'm just so sick of every year going into the summer and like it being so ambiguous. I think. This feels a little bit like the Game Awards. Now, this this is different. So if we go back, the Game Awards, you know, maybe 10 years ago, this the Game Awards was not E3. It was an up-and-coming event that was relatively prominent. Now it is the event for the year when it comes to games. We get amazing reveals. We get such amazing recap. It's the perfect culmination, really. Captures a little bit of the E3 essence, or the spirit of it. <clears throat> With E3... It has been a few years now where, like you said, we just don't know what it is. It's happening. It's not. It feels half-assed from a presentation standpoint. 
it needs a reboot and it, it needs to either be all in with clear expectations or it needs to kind of just let go of the cliff edge right now right it's just hanging on by a thread it feels like so i don't know what that looks like i'm always a fan of hey let's try to figure out e3 because it's so special and some of our fondest memories as gamers were those days where we either stayed home from school or from work or we caught it on our lunch breaks anything like that or some of us who attended it i I don't think we'll ever see that again but never say never maybe a company comes in and does it right or the i don't know i don't know but i i i want to see that I want to see a world where that succeeds again at some point. So it is what it is in its current state. It's not really exciting. It's not something we circle on the calendar. The The big three companies and Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, they, they do their own things, the state of play, the directs, etc. So do we need it? Probably not. Do we want it? I do. Absolutely. We'll see what that looks like in the future. Yeah, for sure. I want it. I want it, but who knows? I want, the, I want it done the right way, which is easier said than done, of course. Let's get into Dead Space, man. So we we got a Dead Space remake just dropped. The original game came out 2008. So we're talking about roughly 15 years here. The uh, the team over at EA Motive, who has done some uh, some good work in the past few years on bits and pieces of different Star Wars content and other franchises, uh, they were tasked with, with bringing this, uh, reinvigorating really, this franchise. This IP that that was sitting dormant since 2013 with the release of Dead Space 3. So we're talking a decade. We get this release, and uh, it, it feels like it should be a can't miss, right? Like in the lead up to it, everything we're seeing, the developer diaries, all that good stuff, it looks faithful. It looks like it's updated. It's got meaningful changes that only enhance the game. Well, I'm happy to say the game is out. You and I have played it at different lengths. This The critics are loving it. All of it, we're seeing a, you know, a solid average score of 9 out of 10 on this. And this is a, a nice opening month success for the gaming industry this year, let alone <clears throat> fans of the horror genre. So we got a nice AAA game here. John, you've got a new perspective, having not played the original game. I'm more of a series veteran here. I looked forward to replaying this. Uh, I'd love to hear kind of how how we differ or maybe where we have the, the same opinion on it. Uh, I think. Also, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but you were not going to get this game necessarily until you saw how it reviewed and we got a little bit closer to launch. I think the conversation was more about excitement for me. I just was never really that excited for it. And, and that kind of leads into why I never played Dead Space to begin with. There was just not much draw for me. I, I, I like survival horror games. I'm a big fan of that genre, but just there, like, I just never really bought into the style of Dead Space. And it, the, the the advertising, the marketing, the at face value, what Dead Space was, was just never appealing to me. And I compare that to something that came out around the same time, probably even the same year if I think about it. And it also fits in that same genre. I think about a Bioshock. I think about a game that like that just oozes style and it's creepy and it just does such a good job world building and like that was my horror survival horror game that had an intense world in 2007. Dead Space it just didn't do it for me and it never it never when I say it didn't do it for me it never got me to want to play it right and it was the same way same thing going into this remake you were so excited for it I've always heard people refer to the game as a modern classic like an absolute ten out of ten like this is one that's a can't miss but. Having not played it, not having not having that experience, I just wasn't that excited for it. I think I was always going to buy it just because you know everyone's been so excited for it, and it's the perfect opportunity to play a game that I missed like that. We're getting a, a 2023 remake, a AAA full budget remake of a game that you know is is so highly highly regarded. So I was always going to buy it, just the hype wasn't there. And uh, the game comes out Friday, and I finish it by Monday, so that says a lot, right? So, I, I like you said, I, I recorded a little uh, one-minute review for TikTok, and I think two of the lines that really sum up what I feel is like, man, people weren't kidding when this when they refer to this game as a modern classic. I see that for sure, um, and I think this game is the absolute king of atmospheric horror. Like there, there's you from now on, you say atmospheric horror, I'm going to think about the the the. The corridors of that the of the ship that what was the ship called the, uh, the Ishimura the Ishimura yeah um, that that's what I think of when I think of atmospheric horror from here on out. Dude, I'm so happy that this game is doing well. That they got it right. That they made those meaningful updates to 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 kind of make this a better game in 2023 than in 2008. 
but I'm very happy also that you played it and really it, it struck a chord with you. It resonated. Like you said, the best compliment here is that you finished it in three days. Right. And that's saying a lot. It is. It, it's, it, it's not a, it's not a long game, but it's not a short game. I think it, it took me, it took me like just shy of 12 hours to beat. Um, and it feels longer, but it feels longer because that was just my life for three days. I just existed in that game for three days, right? Like that's really all I did. It got to the point on, uh, on Monday, I finished the game where, because my wife has, has COVID as well, because we live in the same household, and that's kind of inevitable. She turns to me and she's like, you have to find a show for us to watch because I can't watch you play video games anymore. And she's never said that to me before. Like, I, like, we don't, like, I, I play games all the time. Like, she's never turned to me and said, like, I can't watch you play video games anymore. <laughs> so, like, it was an all day, every day type thing. Granted, Dead Space also not really her cup of tea to, you know, something to sit back and watch because at times it can be pretty gross. It can be pretty gruesome. Um, yeah, it, it can. In like, in honestly, the the gameplay and that gross, gruesome, like hacking off the limbs is like some of the coolest part about that game. Like the, those those weapons, those every every I don't know every choice they make in giving you a weapon is is rewarded with an interesting way to use it. I love them all. Like I just I've never, I've never really played a game where I'm given. Is it eight weapons, maybe, maybe seven, something like that? And I'm cycling through all of them. I'm just having fun with the flamethrower. I'm having f- dude the ripper. Catch me with that ripper, dude. I'm just, I'm just, I'm like absolutely taking the legs off of these necromorphs with the, with this ripper. Uh, the plasma cutter obviously goaded. I, I got the max damage on that thing like pretty pretty easily, and I'm just like picking off limbs left and right with that thing. I had a blast. I had a blast, dude. I. I love the, so here's a nice contrast. You you've gone through all the weapons. You, you found that you had different levels of success with all of them. Me in the the first time I played the game, I only used the plasma cutter, and that's my intent for this time. Dude, and don't play it. Use use that ripper, dude. Here's the thing, though. You also get a trophy for just using the really? plasma cutter. Yeah, you get a trophy if you use no other weapon, and I only know that because when I played it on Xbox 360, it popped at the end. And they like, still oh, have that trophy. Cool. It, it is in this that's one too, frustrating yeah. dude so i feel like that's really difficult like there's not enough ammo for that i don't know i think that's well i guess if you're spending all of your credits to just replenish just that ammo i guess it makes sense because yeah. then you, you can just I love yeah the dynamic between shooting horizontally and vertically like i didn't understand it at first at i'm like what am i changing that, like what, what am i like was it a stronger laser if it's this way like what am i changing I'm like oh it's about the orientation of these these dudes limbs basically <laughs> exactly like are you shooting this way because they're they're coming at you on the ground and they're like an octopus or or, or is it going to be like this because they could walk like all of that is 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 fun and it doesn't take much to switch between those two but you have to do it and then i love how when you're shooting one that's dropped out of the ceiling by the way oh my gosh what a crazy thing that is that's how they all enter the stupid rooms it's terrifying and it never gets any less scary and when they come at you, you back up naturally. But then there's I one behind you. Someone always, dude. Like you sp- have to balance it so well. It's hard. It's the thing where it's like it almost feels cheap because it's like there's no relief from the tension. And even when there's not mm-hmm. enemies, you apply. I said this in my little TikTok review. There's no relief. Like you're in. You're especially if you have headphones on. Especially if you're like you know have your speakers up a little bit. You're in a room. The lights are flashing. There's there like there's audio cues everywhere there's creaking in pipes there's sparks everywhere like you're never you're you're never just alone with a little bit of silence in that game so when an an enemy does pop out of nowhere you're you're like you have no way to be prepared for it because you're just always on guard you're never at ease and it's like i think about the the most recent resident evil games and the remakes and seven and eight and you play those and there are very very intense moments and they are stressful but it's a different kind of stress like it's quiet and you don't know when something's going to jump out at you and just make yes. you jump. This is like it's over. It's overstimulation. Feel. It's like you are you are all like you know what these necromorphs sound like, and they they just they obviously know that, so they make the ship sound like these things. They make the you know the things that are breaking down subtly resemble the sound of these things. So you're just never you never have a chance to breathe. It's not it's not that Resident Evil like dead quiet creeping through a hallway oh my god you stepped on a board so you're scared no this is just like constant stimulation and like in resident evil you get to kind of like a safe room which is where you can save your game and you've got you know you're going to be fine in there because you're saving you're looking at your weapons your inventory it's almost like a quick reset a recess if you will in this 
even when you save your game, like you can turn around and something could be coming at you. For sure. It it, it does not stop. There's tons of little like locker rooms where like, yeah, you're going to loot up and there might be a safe station and there might be a bench in there. But there's a good chance that when you open that door, there's also going to be enemies in there. Like (laughs) it's, it's, there's no relief, dude. It's really, really brutal. It's a different kind of like jump scare. Like you think of jump scare, you think of that, that silence the anticipation, the anticipation. No, this is like, it's always a 10, and then all of a sudden it's a 12. It's very, very true. Uh, one big thing that was different from uh, the original game to this is that Isaac Clark, who is the main character, has no voice. He does not talk in the original game, and I loved that. Uh, I'm not against it in this one because he has a voice, and it's the voice actor who voiced him for two and three in the original games. But I liked that they pulled that off and made that a thing in the original Dead Space. However, I will say in the remake, it makes sense. I can't understand how it exists without it. I, I, I'm because I'm, because I've heard it's that hard I, to I, explain. I, right because you've said it before, and I think I've heard other reviewers say it. Like, yeah, there was no dialogue in the first one. I'm like, how is that possible? There's so many, there's so many, there's so many things being asked of me. There's so many times I'm being addressed directly. Like, what is, you know. I agree with you, like, because I'm I've played the two hours so far, and I'm almost like, how? Wait, wait, how did they do that and do it so effectively? So on that on that same token, is it true that there was no zero gravity, free flying in the first game either? I I thought I heard that in a review as well. Yes. So in the second game there was right, which is where the mechanic comes from. But in the first there was not. So how it was was you're standing on whatever platform or wall you're on. And then you would aim at one you want to go to and you'd jump to it. And okay. That would be you, your new You would kind of like magnetize to it, basically. Exactly. Oh, uh, so even even just that, though, I can't see. Like, they must have redesigned some of these missions and, like, added some more stuff. Because some of these are, like, I'm floating, man. I'm out there. I'm really doing some stuff. Like, I can't, I can't imagine not being able to. Some of the boss fights that exist in Space 2 are just, like, really, really cool. There's one early on here that uh, in the game, maybe an hour and a half in, that you it would be a zero gravity mission. That was a thing where you had, it, it was redesigned to make it more effective and, and, and it, it just makes more sense. So those are the kind of like upgrades that, that we see now. But um, John, what do you, what do you think of the story? Like it blends a little sci-fi and a little horror to kind of make a, a nice, make for a nice mashup. I think. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It reminds me a lot of like, even just like ambience alone, like the, the first alien alien movie. Like, it's very alien to me. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but, like, it's very much that vibe. Um, a little bit to its detriment where it's – I kind of don't care about a lot of the stuff they're talking about. Like, it's just so much, like, there. there's a lot of sci-fi mumbo-jumbo going on. And there's a lot of text logs that I'm not going to read. If there's one thing about me, I'm not reading your text logs. I'm sorry. I'm just not – I just don't – like, I always try. And I'm like, this is seven paragraphs. And I don't care after the second one. I'm done. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't care. So like when you, I think it relies a little too heavily on some of those text logs to really like tell it's the the lore behind the story. Like some of the stuff going on with the church and there, it was a little out there at times. It was a little, it was just a little muted, a little muffled. Um, but overall, I think, I think more than serviceable. I enjoyed it. I think it was, it was, it had the, the right twists and turns. I thought it was interesting. The thing, you know, the whole story being behind your wife and you know, the way that unfolds and, who's kind of behind everything that's happening like that. That stuff's interesting enough to, to get me through it. Obviously I beat the game in three days. I I agree with you there. That's kind of how I feel about it. What's nice about dead space two is it relies less on, on telling the story through logs and audio and, and text and all that. And there's more cutscenes. There's more animation. Like actual I think narrative. of like, yeah, I, I think about like uncharted style, scenes not as pretty as uncharted by the way but like when you transition from walking around and then a, a scene starts and when the cutscene is over you don't know that you're controlling your character again right kind of that transition there's a little of that with dead space 2 so when we hopefully get dead space 2 remake i think that'll resonate a little bit more uh for you but yeah uh, I- 
like, yeah, I, go ahead. I, like, I, the, the game I'm just always going to compare it to is Bioshock because it's just, it's the same era. It's the same, it's the same survival horror first person shooter situation. And that's where Bioshock just wins 10 times out of 10 for me is the story. I care so much more about that world and that story. Whereas I think Dead Space wins in the survival horror aspect and, you know, being a bit more of a creepy game. I think Bioshock just crushes it and everything else when it comes to style and story and things of that nature. That's where, even after playing it, I talked about it a little bit at the top. Dead Space, the vibe of Dead space always felt a little bit bland to me um some of that's a little bit relieved i think i think i care more about that world now than i obviously did before but still there's a little bit of that generic sci-fi you know vibe going on for me as, as still yeah I'd, I'd love to hear that um happy you again found that this was a a, a good game for you that it resonated all of the above um that we're able to talk about it now it's funny too to see the release here and that it's sandwiched between a few games that had some shared influence. So Glenn Schofield uh, was uh, a part of the team that made the original dead space. He goes on to do other things, including call of duty, but he, uh, he is the main guy, the head honcho for Callisto protocol, which doesn't score so well. It says it takes some of the stuff from dead space, but it doesn't do it as well. So you get that, that released just uh, a month ago, really. And then in a few months, you get a game in resident evil four that are inspired dead space. So, it's quite the the time here for horror fans. And, you know, also we're getting Silent Hill 2 at some point. We talked about that. Just, it, it's a nice time to get into this genre. And I'm happy to see that they nailed this because this was really important to, I think, a lot of longtime Dead Space fans. And it's also important because people like you, John, who maybe didn't play it before, are now a little bit excited about it and are, are going to play, I would assume, Dead Space 2 remake when, if and when that happens. So I'm at the point where I'm I've been thinking about just playing Dead Space 2 on Steam and just playing it on my Steam Deck. I know obviously it wouldn't be the same experience. We even talked about that actually. I want to I want to I want to you know rewind a little bit. Um, slightly, ever so slightly, let down by the visuals. It looks good. Like it looks for sure. It looks like a game that belongs in the 2020s. Like it belongs. But for something like the first AAA game to come out in 2023. It, it, a little bit more to be desired when it comes to visuals. Like there's some muddled character models. Like it's just not. It's not as crisp. It's not as like. It's not as benchmarking as I as I would hoped it would have been for uh, for a brand new game in 2023. And for seventy dollars, like that's you know I said I think I said it's a tough pill to swallow for seventy bucks. You know. Yeah i I haven't. I I don't think I've paid attention enough yet. Like I I've in the first two hours here I I've been you know, getting my bearings and just kind of getting back into this world. And I, there was a few times where I kind of panned around and I was like, Oh damn, that looks really good. See, but- I wish I had that it, it, for me. It was more so there was nothing standing out to me where I'm like, Oh, this looks bad. It was more the realization that I never did that. I never panned. And I'm like, the only time I actually did that was what, like a space thing. And I'm like out in the open world. I'm floating. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is really cool. Like that was a really, gotcha. that was a really, really cool environment. Um, but graphically I never sat there and I'm like, I just panned around like I did a few months ago with the last of us part one. And that's like my, 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 my touchstone to this is like, that's a $70 game. Obviously the first one came out, you know, six years after dead space, but these are both from the ground up remakes. I shouldn't have to worry about the age of the source material. When you call this a full on remake again, it doesn't look bad. It does. It looks like a new game. I just wish there was more, you know, I'm stopping in my tracks, really appreciating these visuals for $70. Yeah, no, that that definitely makes sense. I, I don't think it, it it it's at the point where it's blown me away. Um, I'm very excited to get to some of those moments that you talked about, more of the open space, just to to see what it looks like. I think the lighting is pretty good in this. Uh, obviously, that the, you know the flickered lights or whatever that that you come down like a, a a corridor that just has nothing ahead of it. It's just pure darkness. All of that they they've done a good job with. Um, oh, I've, I've, but oh, good. Yep. No, I I think I I want to see as this game goes on and I get closer to the the midpoint what what that actually looks like graphically. So I guess TBD on, on my opinion on that. Right. Again, nothing bad about it. Just not as I just I would have liked to have been wowed and I wasn't wowed. Uh, I do have two mechanic things that are fine for 2007, but really bothered me here. Um, the map. Or I'm sorry, not the map. Never even I never opened the map in the game. 
what a good job at never making me open the map. Like it's it's there's there's plenty to explore if you want to if you want to go look around like it's Metroidvania style in that, in that aspect. But there's a waypoint, right? You press what is it? P- press it on the right stick and you get your waypoint. The fact yeah. that it stops your character is infuriating. The fact yeah, the fact that it stops your character and you have to w- make him pull up whatever he's pulling up. Even even though it's a second, a half second, whatever it is, you have to use it so often because you're in this you're you're in this ship and there's left, right, there's three doors to every hallway. You have no clue. There's no chance that you you know exactly where you're going or you remember the path you just came down. You have to press that button all the time. So the fact that you're constantly stopping, especially when there's some parts of the game where you're running from people and you're not really sure where you're supposed to be going, and there's a good chance that if you go in the wrong door, you just went into a bathroom and you're dead. Right, like you, 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 you have to continue down the the proper path. So the fact that I can't just get my waypoint while I'm still moving bothered me. Not a deal breaker, but something I wish they would have kind of updated for a 2023 game. Um, the other thing, the the fact that the left stick doesn't just enable sprint; it toggles sprint. So mm-hmm. I, I'm. I want to start running. I'm going to keep clicking it because I'm not sure if it went through. And that animation is a few seconds behind because because Isaac doesn't sprint that fast. So like you really are not, you know, it's not a Call of Duty sprint. So like the the difference between walking and sprinting isn't isn't night and day. So you might not know in that first you know, split second if you are actually sprinting. So you click it again. All of a sudden you realize you just turned off the sprints. Well now you're freaking dead. So. That's like an every game thing. There's no reason that your left stick should toggle sprint. It should only ever enable it. When I want to stop sprinting, I'll stop walking. <laughs> like that's that's all that I should like. That's a game design thing that should be standard. I think those two. I'm surprised were not updated for this because like you built it from the ground up. You did everything else. Why would you do that? And they feel a little bit dated. Um, I think the gunplay overall is pretty good. The movement so good. feels good. You, you could feel respectfully that even though it's a brand new game, it is from 2008. So you, you get flashes of that. Um, I am surprised it, when I played this originally, I love that mechanic where you uh, hit R three and it shows you where you got to go. Oh, it's I great. Loved it yeah. Back then. But I'm surprised it doesn't just give you an arrow as you're kind of like jogging through. Do the, the same the thing. Ship. Just let me keep walking. That's it. Like do the, yep. do your same yep. thing. Just let me keep moving as you do it. It doesn't have to do that. That's a little bit odd. And then, uh, as you mentioned, the sprint thing, it took me actually a few minutes to figure out what was going on. I was like, what? oh, it toggles. What, do we know if we could turn that off, by the way? That's actually a great question. I had the scribe all game. And I never even checked. I never checked. Like, <laughs> I'm going to check when I, I boot it up. I'm I sure. If yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> Probably. Probably. If it is, we'll, we'll have to we'll talk about it. But yeah, um, very interesting that that's the default if that is the case. So, uh I don't, I'm wrapping thoughts. Anything we missed, John? Cool game, man. I'm glad, I, I'm, yeah, absolutely. I recommend it. I think my, my final words were like Dead Space is a game that deserves all of the praise it's gotten over the last 15 years, and it absolutely holds up in 2023. Like for sure, if you haven't played this game, go play it. I think for someone who hasn't played it, especially that $70 price tag is no problem. Like go, you know, go out and play it. If it's, you know, if you've played it before, maybe you have to consider that with a remake and, you know, weigh that for you. But for me, totally worth it. Good, good to hear. I'm always excited. We talk about getting excited about things that the other gets excited about. So I'm happy to to hear that this landed for you. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I can't wait to really take the deep dive into it. Uh, got some time, uh, you know, to play that in the, in the next few weeks and and just kind of relive uh, the glory days there. Man, I was really considering like entertaining what the platinum would look like and now you told me that stupid trophy about only using the plasma cutter. I'm like, ah, I don't know now. I, I mean, I'm not going to do it. I know I'm not going to do it now. Well, so there's, you have to play through the game at least twice. And then it's recommended that you play through it three times to get the platinum because of the last, the impossible difficulty. And that's one of the, the, that's one of the trophies. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Come on. What are are we doing in 2023 with difficulty based trophies? Come on. I was very surprised to see that because this is a game that I was like, I want that. When I, when I platinum a game, usually it's like a badge of honor where I'm like, I really like this game and I took the time to do it. There's a few that I platinum that I just kind of happened into, but like this one would be one that I strived for. Um, But you have to do impossible difficulty. I don't know if you know about that, but you get like one save. And one death and you're done. Nah, so I'm, like, I'm, I'm not playing that. I can't. I'm 
not good at video games. And I assume that's like on the hardest actual difficulty as well. Of like yeah. enemy difficulty. Yeah, no, no chance. I don't want to. I'm, I'm not having fun anymore. If it's typically, if I look at a trophy list, if it's got a difficulty based one where you have to play the hardest setting, or if it is like a ridiculous online multiplayer one that I know I just won't sink the time into, I'm out. I'm not going to waste my time. I like the plasma cutter one. But that that one's fine. That that is fine. If you you know that's manageable for sure, especially because a lot of the times you have to you know maybe there's a new game plus trophy stuff like that. So like yeah, if I if I've got to go through it again and I know about it, like I would have hate to have not known about it and like be already through my second playthrough. I'm like oh shit, I gotta do this one now too. <laughs> I, I, de- I definitely scoped it out. And I was like, all right, I, I don't have to worry about spoilers with this game. Am I going to go platinum this? And I was like, damn it. Freaking that's the remake? Possible difficulty. Grow up. Yeah, that's a joke. But uh, you know who probably would platinum it is Rashawn. Yeah, pro- yeah he, he loves that stuff. He loves, he, he loves he's, hating he's himself. He's also very good at video games. So there, there's that. That's very but, true. Uh, yeah, no, no platinum on the horizon for this one. So uh, my, my closing thoughts here. So excited to see that this was well done. I've heard that this was a passion project, a project of of love from EA Motive, that there it was a team full of people that love this game. And I think that really shows here. So we've got minor gripes here that we thought might have been updated from 2008 to 2023's release of it. Overlook them. It's fine. Don't let that stop you from going to, to buy this game. It is worth the $70 price tag. It is fun. Uh, it is the perfect amount of jump scare, all of it, the tension. Play it with headsets on. It is so atmospheric. It is so well done. Visually, like I said, with the lighting and some of the corridors, it's really special. And I think the story is also of intrigue. So uh, Dead Space definitely got two thumbs up here from myself and John. John, do do we want to play Guess the Game? Yeah, we got we got. Come on, it's been a while. Let's okay. do it. Come on, I got one for you. You got a good one. A good one. A good oh, that's one. A lot of pressure. No, it's a good one. Impossible difficulty here. Impossible difficulty. Yeah, come on. It's been a while. Let's, let's get a guess the game in here. Guess the game, ladies and gentlemen, our favorite game here at the Geekiverse. We haven't played it in a few weeks' time. Basically, John and I trade off. Coming up with a game. Of course, we don't tell the other the game. What does the other person have to do? They have to come up with that game based on yes or no questions. We have up to 15 questions to figure out what that game is. And um, sometimes we make it, sometimes we don't. We'll see what happens. Uh, John and I typically with these are not trying to make something so ridiculous and out of left field that it just doesn't make sense. But there is a little bit of uh, intrigue and a little bit of challenge there. So uh, I think we found that balance. Of course, we had one of our best moments ever on the Geekiverse, thanks to uh, Tim and his uh, Insomniac GameCube rant that just went nowhere. Uh, you can Beautiful. check that out uh, in our, our YouTube clips. but. Uh, John, I'm, I'm going to pass it over to you. I think uh, I think we're ready here. Yeah, I've got a game, man. I've got a game. I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to put it on screen for the, the watchers at home or not. I don't know which is more fun, letting them guess along with you or knowing the answer. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, but as of now, nobody nobody but me knows it. I've got it on my screen here. Uh, I think we've decided 15 questions is a good is a good middle ground. 20 is a lot. 10 is not much at all. So, Joe, whenever you're ready, ask away. All right, all right. Was this game initially released after 2010? Yes. Okay. Yes, it was. Is this game a single-player focused game? Yes, it is. Okay. Is this game exclusive to any of the major three systems, Xbox, Nintendo, or PlayStation? Um, yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, yes. You, you, you said systems, but you said company names. So that, that's what I meant. Ecosystems, we'll say. Yes. Okay. So like, right. Okay. Yes. That, yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so to one of the big three, we'll say. Um, I would assume so. Maybe I need to clear this up. Is this a first party game? Yeah, first party. Yep, first party developed. Okay. Is this a PlayStation game of sorts? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. We're making some headway here. 
What do I think, we got here? I think you've had all yeses so far. You've got four yeses. I, yeah. Okay. Joe, I think, I'm talking to myself here, I think we're going to narrow this down to generation. So let's go. Um, did this game debut on the PlayStation 4 era? No. Okay. Um, did this game debut on the PS5 era? No. Oh, oh, oh. all right. I think that's six questions. Um, seven, actually, because the first one was 2011 or later. Okay, seven. So. PlayStation game, first party. It is exclusive, single player. Not PS4 or 5. Mm. It certainly changes things a little bit here. I was on a path in my head, and uh, that path is not to be. So let's see. Got to be the pathless. It's got to be it. Oh my gosh. Where do I want to go? I want to get something that's going to narrow this down just a little bit more for me, I think. Um, it's funny because like sometimes I ask myself, he wouldn't say this game, right? Like, come on. Sometimes I get there and... and yeah, tough. I don't. You get in your own head. It happens. It's very true. Happens to the Can't best of us. Can't do that. Can't get Is in your this... own head. Okay, so PS3 era. Could you consider this game? No. Hang on. How do I, I want to word this? Um, I like that, apparently. Mm-mm, definitely not. Is this... A linear game. Yes. Okay. I just go for it. Go for it, man. <laughs> is this game The Last of Us? It is not The Last of Us. That's <laughs> a good game, place to go, like, though. What do you? What do you have done? It. It's a good place right, to go that was, there. That was the game I was pondering. even though I did not get the game correct yet. Uh, that makes me feel better. Knock one off the list. Mm-hmm. Helps a lot with, you know, the branches. A little bit. Let's see. I've got a small window there. So it would be 2011 to 2014 or so. Oh yeah, I forgot you asked about the 2010 or later. You got it. You do have a tight window. Is um Is this game considered a shooter? Yeah, I would say so. So it's got shooting elements, but you don't necessarily For sure. Like, it's, go it's, to. it's not a Call of Duty type shooter, but you know. That's the main mechanic behind it. Is this game part of a franchise meeting? Has there been sequels or things of that nature? Yes. Okay. Franchise. That's question 11, if my math is correct. You got three more. Four more. Sorry. That was 11. Yep. Or more. Mm, 
Here we go. Nitty gritty time. going to be like dishonored all over again tell you you got that though didn't you did i thought so i get it right at the end yeah i think i think you had the last the last guess could be wrong i thought you had it man i had a bunch of games in my head and i kind of cleared those out quick which i guess is kind of a good thing What else can I ask? So, recap. 2011 on single player exclusive PlayStation first party game. PS3 era between 2011-2013. Linear, not the last of us, kind of a shooter and is part of a franchise. It's a lot of information. It is a lot of information. Uh... Dude, I don't know. I'm hitting a wall here. It's tough. I'm I'm going to give you a clue. This clue is probably not going to help you. It's just a fun clue. It's just a fun clue. It's one of uh, less than, I don't know, maybe maybe 13 13 to 15 physical games that are in this room right now. That's it. Um. It doesn't help you much. It's just fun. It's just a fun anecdote. Physical game. Oh my gosh. Just a fun anecdote. I guess I'm assuming it's a PS3 game. Look at this. John's so fed up. He walked away. Uh, Is this a PlayStation Vita game? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> there went down, baby. Is that, this game Uncharted Golden Abyss? That clue, that clue helped. <laughs> that clue helped, and I'm I'm happy for you, brother. Of course, it's Uncharted yeah. Golden Abyss, baby. Let's go. I was on the path, but I didn't think you would say this game, like. Resistance was a franchise that was in my head. I'm like, you and I really haven't touched that much. Um, all right. So I was on the path with Last of Us. I just was a little misguided. Yeah. So interesting. Dude, I, I enjoyed that game so much. I would I love that to be remade so bad. Bring it back. What a good game. What a good game. What a way. You know, Naughty Dog is is done with Uncharted. Oh. Give Sony Blue Bend Point Studio someone, right? Sony Bend. Yeah. Let's do this for PS5. I'd pay for that. 100%. Let's go. 100%. Dude, yeah, good game. The what a first game. Vita game. It, yeah, it was a launch day, yeah. Well, the first Vita, Vita game on, I guess, the game as well. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, John, nice uh, nice one there. Got that in the nick of time. What did I have, one to spare? I think maybe. you, maybe, yeah, it might have been your 14th question. Yeah, I think you might, well, you would have had a question plus a, a guess. Crazy, crazy. Good All right. stuff. Well, I could do a whole episode okay. on, on uh, PlayStation Vita, in, you know, retrospective. Maybe I will one we day. Should, we should, we should do that. We got a slow news week or something we're not covering. Let's let's get it done. Love it. Same. I love it. All right, folks. What an episode that was. It's always fun. We always get the juices flowing when we play Guess the Game. But uh, had a lot of good things to discuss today, whether that was Dead Space, uh, the Star Wars delay, or Hi-Fi. Uh, thanks for joining us live at twitch.tv slash the Gigaverse. You can watch all of our episodes, play them back at youtube.com slash the Gigaverse. And of course, you can listen on podcast services wherever you download podcasts. So, John, lots of good stuff, as always, for the Geekiverse coming up here. Uh, if people like TV shows, like, I don't know, anything starring Pedro Pascal, 
What can people check out for the Geekiverse? Oh man, week? if you like Pedro Pascal, we got the we got the shows for you. So yeah, we uh we are doing uh, weekly reactions to The Last of Us HBO. Uh, we just recorded our episode three reaction. I had that discussion. It was a blast. It was emotional, just like the episode. Um, and yeah, we are about to kick into a Mandalorian rewatch. Our good friend and Geekiverse member Tim Talbot has never watched The Mandalorian. Uh, he's recently become a huge Star Wars fan over the last year or so. So it's gonna be great to get him into it and do this rewatch. Uh, that's hopefully coming Thursday as long as we can get that all uh, get that all in. But I'm confident we can. Those are some short episodes. I think it can be done. Uh, good stuff there. This is the way. This is the way, damn it. We've got the Buffalo Sabres game tomorrow night. Really excited for that. Last game there before uh, the bye week. Sending our, our buddy Tage over, over to the All-Star game. In Tage? Who? Speaking in. of oh, extra breaking news topic, Tage Thompson just got a two-point bump at NHL 23. He is now a 90 overall. Big, well deserved. Big news. Did you see his perk? No. His, his skill. So it's not the one timer. It's not the big shot, which I thought it might be. Top of the circle. It's not. It's not the dangles either. It is the puck on a string. Basically, his ability to carry the puck into the zone. That makes a lot uh, of sense. It sounds funny, but he is one of the top three, uh, basically analytics guys in the league when it comes to carrying the puck into the offensive zone. So. Well deserved. Super excited to see that on EA. I'm sure they were calibrating all their all stars this week. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They got you know, spotlights on. Yeah. Good stuff for sure. Uh, again, thanks for joining us for this episode here. If you like video games, tune in each and every week to Busy Sticks, which is what you're watching and or listening to right now. We talk about the latest and greatest in the world of games. We talk about what we're drinking while we're playing games. And also, we get a little bit crazy sometimes at the end of the episode if we play Guess the Game. Hope you join us for the ride next week. Look at that Uncharted. What a beaut. What a beaut. Just like John's lettuce there. I'm so happy you're not you're not covering that up, man. You ask, you know, you get what you ask for. You, you, Ask it, you shall receive. You, you right? said you let the lettuce free. I let it free. All right, we did it. We did it, folks. the The Baba Yaga movement was legit. So for John, I'm Josiah. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll catch you soon.